Welcome back to the Spotlight. It's the Creator Spotlight. I'm still Jeremy Lambert. That's still Steven Jensen below us. A man you know, a man you might recognize from Andrew Thompson interviews, from post-wrestling, the undisputed, undefeated goat <laughs> of this. The goat, my man, Andrew Thompson. How you doing, buddy? Steven and Jeremy, man, I appreciate y'all good brothers having me on, man. I, I told y'all before we started recording, I was going to spin this into like just some regular <laughs> re regular conversation. It was going to fly by, but now, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. And it's uh, always great, great great to finally meet you, Steven. And Jeremy, it's always good talking to you, my good man. We, yeah. we try to we put over our content creators or any creator that comes in here. And I know how well Andrew takes compliments. So this whole thing is just <laughs> going to be putting him over and he's going to be deflecting and it's going to be great. But Andrew, Andrew's the absolute best. I'm glad you're here, buddy. It's always great to talk to you. Uh, and the first question I have is what I kind of ask all the content creators. How did you get started in this crazy world of a wrestling media? Man, you you taking me all the way back. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say 2017, early 2017. I remember I was, uh, this is when I was still at community college and I ain't had shit to do other than my schoolwork. So I, and I always been a big wrestling fan. So I figured, I wonder if I could get into like writing about this. And I remember this is website, it was called e-wrestling.news or, or, or some, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm probably botching, <laughs> butchering the name right now, but it, it's, it's not the year. I started on this website, it was eWrestling.news. And I remember the guy had just gave me opportunity to write feature stories. And I remember my first feature story that I ever wrote was about the, it was a 2017 Royal Rumble's uh, prediction uh, article. And I, I, I was, th th this was back when my fandom, when I thought Sami Zayn was going to be WWE's next big baby face of all time. And he was going to win the world title. And I, <laughs> I had fantasy booked this whole thing. And then I remember I, right after that, I had started doing news for, um, a, a website called e-wrestling news but not e-wrestling.news is two separate things and it was a guy who wrote for the site who owned the site named frank and honestly bro like if it wasn't for him like i really don't think i would like be writing about anything wrestling related right now because i had absolutely zero experience and he sort of just took a chance on me and like gave me a shot because like he let me you know i can I curse on here is that okay yeah, yeah, for sure. He let me like fuck up, like, and I fucked up like a lot because I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was like, um, it, it, it's funny because I know I talked to Jeremy about this, uh, like, throughout the years we talked about, like, uh, you know, people like, um, you know, crediting and HT people for the for the transcriptions. I used to be that guy that was like, <laughs> take, like, like taking people quotes <laughs> with no with no with no credit, no nothing. And like, I, I remember I just kept like after a while kept messing up and messing up and then I eventually got it and bro, I, I still talk to Frank like I'm gonna say a couple of times a year and I just always like shoot him like a thank you text because like if it wasn't like as he could have he could have honestly like booted me the hell off his site like off the first mistake but he just kind of let me keep doing my thing and you know he just gave me a shot and allowed me to uh, you know meet me you know meet the wonderful people that I met at Fightful of course and then of course the uh, people that I met at Post Wrestling as well so yeah, I, I, I will allow them and I always uh, try to, you know, shoot them around. We shoot them around every once in a while. Yeah, I, it's, it's funny because, you know, I've known you through Twitter for years, but this yeah. is the first time that I just I just realized that. I was like, is this the first time we've done something on camera together? It, it, it is now that I'm thinking about it. That's wild. But I, I remember going through similar types of things when uh when I was starting with like, because I my my background uh, had nothing to do with journalism or, or anything like that. So I didn't know either, like how you're supposed to, credit right. things correctly so you just kind of <laughs> like i was the same way i was just a big wrestling fan I just kind of found my way in through writing and podcasting and stuff and then 
the next thing you know, you're just kind of learning these things. What, what, what was your, um, like, did you have any kind of background in journalism or is this strictly something similar to with me where it's like the passion of just like being a wrestling fan and you just kind of found a way to get into it, but not, didn't really, didn't really expect to be like writing about wrestling and that kind of stuff beforehand. I think it's like a mix of both. Cause when I was in school for, it was in uh, mass communications, but I was more so on the, like, on the behind the camera type thing. Like I really like doing like the audio stuff and, you know, setting up cameras and editing. Like that's kind of like my thing or what I really enjoy doing and what I still enjoy doing. But I kind of just like found myself into it. And it was more so just out of curiosity. Like I was just looking for places where I could write, but I, I, I was like aware enough to know that I couldn't like go to like some of these like top flight sites and just be like, hey, I have no experience. Let me <laughs> write your site. Like I knew, I knew I couldn't do that. So I had to like, you know, Take, take my pick of the meal and, and see what was out there and see who give me a shot. So yeah, I, I definitely think it was more so the, uh, the latter, which you just said, I kind of just like walked into it, I guess. How'd you get started with, with Fightful? Because you were here when I joined on and you mentioned you were, you're in community college. You were, when you were, uh, when I joined on, you were still in college and yeah, I was you were doing the weekends yeah. and I was always yeah. super impressed that like you go to school all week and then the weekends you're banging out like 300 articles and getting everything done and i was like does this man not sleep it turned out you don't nobody is but we, we just we just don't we run on sean likes to joke that we all run on crack um that that that, that, that thing's still in me man it's still yeah in it's still but in me, i was like oh my god They're like he's just he's doing all this like this is really impressive uh but like how did you get started with fightful doing news uh for the weekends with them okay so th this was when i um i was at i was writing for laws of pain at the time and I remember I had finished up with them and more, it was just a thing of like, for for for, for, for I, I didn't want to be in college and like be like reaching out to like my people asking for like money and shit like that. So I wanted to make sure I could like make my own, make my own way and do what the hell I want to do when I was in school. So I remember I reached out because I mean, at this point I had already been, I was like looking at FIFA for a minute. Like I'm going to say for like, I'm going to say for like at least five or six months, like I had been eyeing it, but I knew I had some experience that I could at least throw at sean like i I couldn't like i i knew i couldn't just come out there and just be like hey you know we'll take a chance but i, I had to make sure i had some experience in my belt so i remember i went to him and he put me on a, a trial basis at first and then i remember i was like you know what i'm in a trial base i'm gonna bang this motherfucker's trial base. i'm telling I'm, I'm, I'm going hard so as, 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 as soon as he give me any type of access to the site i'm going crazy and um like I, I remember everything just went real good. Like I of course, like even when I was uh first out of that fight, I made some, you know, not even a, a little bit, I made a couple mistakes, man. And I was like Sean just he was real always real cool about it and you know, just told me, Hey, you should do this and do that and try to fix certain things here and there and you know, plug little things in, in, in this spot and maybe you should do this instead of doing that. And like some of that stuff that he sort of told me early on, but like really still like carried on to the same thing I'm doing now. So yeah, that that and yeah, that, from that point on it just it just kind of went. So I started. I remember the first article I wrote for Fightful was a, it was a Titus O'Neil article about him doing something, and um, yeah, it kind of just went from there. It was February 2018, and then I remember Jeremy. I first met you when we first started like communicating. We first started working together. Was I, I if if I remember correctly, it was when it was a Triple Mania show that night. I think it was a Saturday that we started working together, and then like. I think me and Jeremy kind of got the groove of how each other work. I would probably say like SummerSlam 2018. Yeah. Oh, definitely then, by SummerSlam. And, and then shit just 
<laughs> it just it, it it just went from right there. It only it only took a little bit of time. I, I will I will once again put you over because the biggest thing I learned from you out of everything was like work ethic when it came to this stuff. Because yeah, you went to college all week and then you came on the weekends, banged out all these articles. You were helping out with uh, the late shows as well, like Raw and SmackDown and any type of a, I think that was all there was back then. Maybe NXT, they, they taped shows and everything. AW wasn't a yeah. thing at this point. Um, but like, Man, I saw how crazy. hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw like I saw how hard you worked, and then I was completely new to like news writing. I had done like features. I never really did news writing, and I saw how hard you worked, and I was like, I gotta work that hard because this is sort of I felt the expectation here. And if I don't work that hard, if I don't keep up with Andrew, then they're gonna fire me. And and <laughs> again, put you over. I made a bunch of mistakes at first, and Sean always talks to me about it, and That's I took it, I it very too, hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was right with you. Like, I took it very hard when I made these mistakes. Like, I'm fucking up. They're gonna, they're gonna fire me. And you were always right there to be like, "Don't worry about it. It's cool." Like, we all mess up. I mean, to this day, we we still mess up. We we write a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of like errors and stuff. Maybe we just mental lapses and whatnot. Like, we just we read a lot and it's like we forget something. But you were always there and supporting me of like, "Don't worry about it. Like, you did what you needed to do. It's fine." Like anybody talking shit, fuck them. Like you work hard. Like it's good. You're always in my corner on that stuff. But you wanna know what real quick something I wanna tell you that I always I always appreciate that you did. Like when I uh like when I came on during the weekends, cause like I, I I'm I'm not gonna say I would be tired because I'd be energized. Like it wasn't like I was like all you know beat up and stuff, but like one thing I always appreciate is like you would leave like um like you were filling those gaps for me, like in terms of like time wise. So like I wouldn't have to like worry about okay, I gotta fill out at eight o'clock, at nine o'clock, at ten o'clock, and eleven o'clock. Like you would have like half of that shit blocked off. So I could just like worry about like the instant stuff and then like I would be able to in return, return the favor to you on the on like on the weekdays when I was gone. And then yeah. I could like I mean I mean when I was gone and I could just fill in those gaps for you so you wouldn't have to like wake up at like the fucking crack of dawn and like <laughs> they like they like it ain't shit on the site. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had to worry about it. So like I kinda like that little tag team dynamic. And and the funny shit was we never had to say that shit to each other, like ever. Yeah. Like it was it was never a thing where I had to like actually hit Jeremy and be like, Hey bro, can you fill this thing up for me? I would check the site when I come on finishing my school stuff and it would just be like shit on the site. I'd be like, If anything, my, if anything, you would be like, maybe you'd be like, Can you leave this open for me so like I, I can make sure like I can put something there? Like, that's what it would be. Uh, and I'd be like, hey, can you like leave nine o'clock open? Like, I'll be up. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, can you leave like three o'clock? I'll be. Yeah, okay, cool. Yes, we we worked hey, very well with that. And, and uh, real quick, real quick too, Stephen and, and Jeremy. Like, one thing I do want to say is I, I always appreciated that. Like, um, you like you and Sean, like y'all will always be like, because because I, I think at this point it was just us three. Like it was like yes. that was it. Yeah. Like it was just me, you, and Sean. And I remember, um, like I will always appreciate like how like when like. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free.
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Because, like, it, it would be some days, bro, like, when the schoolwork would just be like, I'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, it would be papers on top of papers. But the one thing I, I always give y'all credit for is y'all never, now I'm talking about now once, ever, like, when I had some, like, big school related, like, y'all never was like, hey, we need you to do this, you do this. Can you take a break from school? Or, like, you take a break from your work? Like, y'all, I'm talking about not once did y'all ever say or do anything even i'm talking about not even hint at it like y'all will always take care of your business come back whatever it is midnight whatever the fuck it is whatever time you free and like i to, but to this day i always and that's why that's why i'm still like real tight with you and sean to this day like i always appreciate it like i'm it, it was that little stuff that like sort of stuck out like i wasn't thinking about it at the time but like now that i like you know you start to look back and stuff like i always appreciate y'all doing that like y'all looked out big time you did the the same jensen i'm sorry oh um, you're good go ahead you, you you did the same because i had a lot of personal stuff going on through the, the time that you were there and i wasn't always the happiest in my relationship and and you know my my ex was going in and out of the hospital and everything mm. and i was like i can't do like what do, you, what do you want me to do and same thing you were always there like don't worry about it like take care take care of your your family take care of your business everything and sean was the same way and we always mm-hmm. just tried to find ways to support each other and realize that this wrestling shit ain't the most important shit in the world mm-hmm. like we have other stuff to do and again that is why i always talk to you and that's why i'm i mean fuck sean ross sap but that's why i still <laughs> i still work with him all right go, sorry jensen go ahead i told you we were just gonna put each other over a bunch on hey no this happens this this happens a lot depending on who the guest is. Like sometimes <laughs> I just go on and on. I find like a YouTuber I like and it goes for like and I know Jeremy's just sitting there like, like trying, I'm like I'm like I gotta get my stuff in though or else I'm gonna forget. Um uh you're giving a lot of really good insight though. I mean I, I, I have people ask me often and I see people just like tweet about it. Even earlier today there was something that a few of us were tagged in that you know the, one of the comments was like I really want to work for Fightful one day and 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 I know that um a big part of what this is just advice to people that are listening to this that want to get a foot in the door, not just here, but anywhere doing any, anything like this. I know Sean's this way for sure is, is having something to show. Like when you ask, like, like you were saying, Andrew, like you had a body of work that when the, like you were prepared. So when your time came and the opportunity presented itself, you were ready and you had something to show to, and you were, you, you, they were able to give you that chance and, and you, you knocked out of the park. Um, do you remember by chance, like when you talked to Sean the first time, do you remember what you sent him as like your kind of like your work for him to look at? Uh, so if, if I, if I remember correctly, I remember it was just a, I got, I at first I had DM'd him and asked him if there was a, a position open. And then like, it, it was like just small toes back and forth. Like it wasn't anything like concrete right off the gate. And then I remember he had hit me back, I'm gonna say like a week or so later. And then he asked me to submit like just um like web pages of like work that I had done. Like it was just a bunch of articles. So I like I just sent them like stuff I had did at E Wrestling News, uh like feature stuff that I had written and of course the like the workload that I did at uh at Lords of Pain too. And like I just sent them all that and the, like I, I I think it was good enough that he was like, Hey, you know, we, we, we can we can work something, we can do something with this and like you know, it, it just kinda went from there. So yeah, that, that, I think that was like, it, it was it was probably like, a, I want to say like a two week process, maybe like, because I know the first week I had hit him up and it was kind of like, like, I mean, like, like with anybody I could tell, like, it was, it was like more that feeling out process type thing. And then like, after like, I got sent him my work and stuff, I think he kind of was like, okay, 
Like, I, th I, th I think we could work with this. We could do something with this type of thing. Yeah, yeah. That once again, I think that's really good advice for anyone that's listening right now that that wants to pursue this. Is is no matter where the outlet is, like if you can find somewhere to like just start getting experience writing. Just if you have a pod, if, just start podcasting. If you have an iPhone, you can yeah. make a podcast. Like you know, there's no excuses nowadays. Like, like you no, know, you might have zero listeners, but who cares? Because like maybe one day you meet the right person who wants to give you an opportunity, and they go, "Hey, do you have any podcasts that I can listen to so I know what you sound like?" I do. No one's listening, but here you can see what my what it is. And you never know what can happen through through just working and then the right opportunities coming to coming together. And I know things have worked out great for you. I mean, with post wrestling, how, how did you how did you get in with those guys? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm big, big love to John and Way, man. Those those my dudes right there. But I, I remember when I um, I, <laughs> I remember when I first I first hit up John. I, I think I I hit I sent John a message right. And I know he he was real hesitant about like bringing like another right because because it, it like it's always been like I'm talking about like just on the news front it was always him, and like it was just him and Way on the like audio stuff like what they had like other audio play, you know other guys on the site like Davey Pullman and Braden Harrington and like a bunch of other guys that come that came over from the law and the live audio wrestling but like I'm talking about just strictly on the news front it was just John so I know he was kind of like. I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, you, you know, he, he, he was being courteous about it, but like, I, I could tell like it was that like hesitancy there. And I remember I was, th this was the day when I, I first started contacting him. I think it was like August 2019. And I remember I was at the basketball court and I, I sent him a message. I was like, look, because this was, this was after, I, I, after we had made that initial contact. And I was just like, look, Give me one chance. That's all I need. Just give me like one day or like whatever. Like, cause I know they did the news update. I was like, let me do one news update. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna put you on the trial basis. I was like, repeat. Here we go. History. Here we go again. <laughs> right. Here we go. So I remember I sent. I remember I started writing the news update for that Monday, Sunday. I'm gonna say Sunday afternoon, bro. I had 25 pages worth of notes like i'm talking about like transcriptions from just like just links to like different interviews that i really didn't find anything like important in like it was just like 25 pages full of notes and i remember i sent it to john and then i had it right i had I, I was I, I i remember when he said it best he was like he's like this is great i was like i got his ass i was like and then yeah man it just kind of went from there man so it was uh it was real cool man i love what, what i'm doing that post man and everybody over there is real cool treat me real well and it, it's, it's real cool man so I, I, I always think about that now like whenever i like do a podcast with john and we always bring that up because that was like a little funny moment because I, I i don't i don't, I don't know like we're way set on this situation but i know john was kind of like so, so, sort of has to say, cause and and I get that aspect, cause like when you when it's always just this core group of people, and then like you're trying to bring somebody else in, and you don't know exactly how it's going to turn out, cause if if it was vice versa, I would probably be the same way. I'd be like, well, it's always been me, so like I don't know exactly how you would fit into the equation. So, uh, I'm, I'm glad he, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm glad I sent them that like <laughs> that basically that little <laughs> that that whole essay of uh, notes, man, and it, uh, it got me in the door. Because they don't, because they don't know from either perspective, right? When it's like when it's been mainly like a core group of people, they yes. don't know how you're going to interact internally with, the, with exactly. them, and you also don't know what the perception from the audience is going to be. Because they might be like, "Hey, this isn't John Paul. Like, I don't, what is this? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, so, exactly. but it worked out great. So, I mean, that that that's awesome. How how things have turned out. And I I love hearing that you're you're loving working over there with those guys. That's awesome. Mm -hmm.
Appreciate you, man. I will say if if you're not reading Andrew's news updates, do it because there's tons of news that you're not going to find anywhere else. And, you know, unless everybody else is taking from it as they will do and hopefully giving you credit because we know the battle of the transcription credit. We, we've been there many times, both of us yelling at different people of like, can we get some credit on the hey, transcriptions? Hey. Hey, hey, Jeremy! I had to go last to you, bro. I'm, I, I think, I think I gave up, bro. On the, on the, on the oh, chat. I gave I, up too. I, I, I gave up. I 100 did. It used to be a big battle of like, I know, right? They're, they're taking this transcription. Okay, who do we email? And now it's just like, oh, they're, they're not going to listen. So whatever, I'm just going to keep doing my work, and and that's that. Like, yeah. It, the funny thing is, the funny thing is. What's up, Jensen? Well, I was gonna see if you guys wanted to make any call outs. Like who's who's oh, the no. who, 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 oh, who, no, who do you usually no. have to go after about this? I won't call out Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer for never giving any type of transcription credit in the Wrestling Observer newsletter. I won't do that, okay? Um the, the funny thing is is like people get mad about like and I don't know if you've experienced this, Andrew, but People will get mad, like, well, why should you get credit for this? Like, oh, you just hey. you just listened to it. Hey, you didn't do the interview. Why should you get credit for this? That's the worst one because <laughs> what people don't understand is, like, a lot of these people hey, – you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You can share your own story on this. But, like, a lot of the, like, interviewers and stuff, they will reach out to us and be like, hey, thanks for covering my shit. Like, I appreciate that. And a lot of people yeah. don't actually know that while all these other idiots online are like, why should you get credit? Why should you get a link back for this? It's like, no, the, the person who actually did the interview appreciated that this was covered by us. So maybe yeah. that's why we should get a little bit of credit because they appreciate it. So you should appreciate it. <laughs> no, there, there are like quite a few instances of like people who like they'll, they'll question why like the, the the site who or, or the individual who transcribed is getting the credit or the site is getting credit and i'm like because like transcribe the interview <laughs> like that, yeah that, 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 that's like that's kind of it like, i don't think it's like anything behind it or anything more to it it's just kind of be transcribed and then like at, at the end of the day it's like a like a beneficial type thing like we getting credit for doing the work and you're getting credit for people so like they know where this came from and you got your link back to your podcast or to your youtube or whatever it may be but yeah, you you always got your, your your few, but like for real, for real, but like most most of the time, it's like it, it's it's mostly positive to be honest with you. It like is. you know you because you got people like who will be some people will be like very thankful that you're like covering their stuff. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they'll send you an email or shoot you a DM and be like, hey man, you know I appreciate you doing this and woo 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 and this that and the other. And like that stuff is always cool, man. Because like you you help somebody out and then like, by, by by them signal boosting you they helping you out you know what i'm saying so it's it, it, most of the time it's positive but you, you definitely do got your select few out there who kind of you know they uh, they don't understand how it works they don't think we, that transcription we, we, work is we actual can that, work <laughs> yeah. we, we can move that conversation yeah. along, man. <laughs> well let, but, me, but, let me talk about let me talk about nah, your interviews because you've got okay, your own okay. youtube channel andrew thompson interviews uh i i mean i have seen your process in work at starcast many years ago and, and how you were taking notes on your phone, getting all your questions down and everything. And you've interviewed some top people. I remember when you went to the, the first Starcast in Vegas, you did the interview with Nick Gage. I'm pretty sure you're in DK. Oh, uh, all the time. Yes. All the time. Hey, 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 Steven, let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> Nick, when, when Nick Gage is probably, when I say the definition of no, get to know somebody before you even make any assumption. Of, I'm, talking about, yeah, I'm talking about even the slightest assumption of somebody like I, i'm a, this dude i remember i went up to nick gage and i, I wouldn't expect him to be like mean or nothing like that like i was expecting him to be like chill but like he came this dude was like hey man 
you know, he came over and pulled me a chair up. It was like, you want to sit down and, you know, you can do the interview. And he was real cool, man. I remember I seen, I seen him at a show later that day. And he recognized me and gave me a dot, dot me up and all that good stuff. Nick Gage is probably like one of the coolest people like that I got to interact with and wrestle. So I, I, I just wanted to mention that because I was very, uh, very not, I, I wasn't surprised, but more so, it was more so just one of those things. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting him to be as nice as he was. Not saying that he isn't nice, but just wasn't expecting that, like that level of, of nice that Nick Gage is. So yeah, shout out to Nick, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. I, I, I don't know if I told this, this story before on this show or not, but it, I, I saw Nick Gage wrestle years back in a in a high school gym. And so like he uh, couldn't do a lot of it was like a high school charity event. So he couldn't do a lot of the stuff that has made him right. famous um, <laughs> in, in that building in front of children. And but it was so wild because at the end of the show, when all the wrestlers got all their their merch out and stuff and they're doing the autographs and meeting the fans. Nick Gage had the longest line of child fans of anyone in that <laughs> building times probably 20. I mean, it was like all the kids were there. They, they love that guy. I mean, it's just like the authentic, just the, because, because he makes you, it may, he's one of those guys that makes you feel like he's your, he's everyone's best friend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you meet Nick Gage, like, yeah, me and Nick were boys. And like, everyone feels that way about that. So that's, that's cool hearing that, that, uh, that you had the same kind of experience with him mm -hmm. because for people on the outside looking in, you see this dude cutting people's foreheads and, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. and, <laughs> and then you're, like, you're like, what's going on? And you hear the stories and stuff about his past. And like, yeah. he's actually like a really, really nice guy. He, so. he, he is though. Like he really is. Nick, Nick Gay is cool as hell, man. For real. Shout out to Nick. I, I don't know if I'm in BK. I can't, I can't claim that BK. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I only met him one time. So I can't, I can't, I can't stamp NDK on me, but no, nah, man, shout out to Nick Gay. Nick Gay is definitely a cool dude. Uh, your interviews again. You've interviewed Nick. You've interviewed uh, Leo Rush recently. Jeff Jarrett. Who are some of your favorite interviews, and who are some people who like this is a bucket list interview that I want to I want to knock down at some point in my career? Man, like pro pro probably some of my favorite or oh, some favorite interviews that come to name. Like I'm some of those ones that have been like hella smooth. I probably say like uh, Savannah Evans impact wrestling she's like she's a real cool person um i'm sure like Je jeff jerry was funny as hell to, to, to talk to the, the the ultimate bag chaser jeff jerry shout out to that man <laughs> yeah. all, all, ultimate bag chaser jeff jerry man. All, he's, all, he's all, doing it though all, he's doing all, it all, yeah. all, all respect to double j man all respect to him he's gonna be taking over the fed real soon i'm i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm convinced of it but uh, i'm trying to think of like just other, other people that have been like real great to interview um it was real cool to interview Shane Thorne, uh, Shane Hayes. He was real cool to talk to. Mikey Nichols, um, Chris, Chris Hero. I don't know how I forgot about that. Shout out, shout out to Hero, man. Chris he, Hero uh, gave you the big shout out afterwards. Yeah, yeah that 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 was um very very unexpected. So yeah, shout shout out to Chris Hero, man. Like it was a real that that was something like I was I was I was very very overwhelmed seeing that seeing all the responses and stuff like that. Like I almost wanted to like just tuck my head in and go to sleep and like. <laughs> that was it was it was so many like different notifications and stuff like that so that was a real cool shout out to hero man for that and um like it sounds like bucket list interviews man like when i'm thinking about people like i would love to get on the channel like it's probably like amazing red i would love I, that that if, if i had to like literally if i had my pick of the meal of anybody i could interview like just that in terms of people that like haven't like been in the media that much It'd probably be amazing because I feel like he got a he got like the one of the best stories, but I don't really I haven't really seen him do any much interviews. And I honestly don't know where to even contact this dude. I feel like you gotta like 
show up to a house of glory show to like even get like sights on this man like <laughs> like I, I don't even know how you go about reaching amazing red um i would love to interview jackie moore um from the That's wwf yeah oh, i would yeah. love to interview her i love to catch bret hart one time i think that'd be real cool you Thank just you want him to bury you'd ask him one question and he buried goldberg <laughs> i already know your game on that one get the clicks like, yep. I'm playing, man. I'm, I, I, maybe i'm playing i don't know but, uh, <laughs> not, but nah, man, I, I, I would love to talk to bro i think that'd be cool uh for, 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 like you it's, it's funny you say that but i because I, I, I know you know Trevor, because you and the dudes be just like me man like bret hart but he isn't even having the time he isn't even like provoked to, like speaking no. about goldberg he just does it Yep. He's just like, he's just like, but he'll be talking about something like completely unrelated to Goldberg and tied back into Goldberg somehow, some way, and just like shit on him. You can, you can ask him about like any wrestler. You just throw, throw a random wrestler out there. Like, <laughs> hey, what was it wor like working with Aldo Montoya? It's like, oh, Aldo right. Montoya, Justin Credible, it was great working with him. Never injured anybody. I'm like that prick <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah. Like, that's what, that'll be his answer. That's, that's exactly answer. what it is. That's exactly what it is, bro. But like, I would probably say Goldberg. Not Goldberg, Bret Hart. Um, yeah, Bret Hart, Amazing Red, Jackie Moore. Um, I, I would love to interview Naomi, uh, Trinity Fatu. It would be really cool to interview her. Um, there, there's a bunch of people that I could probably like. I'll probably think of like as soon as this, uh, as soon as we cut the camera off, and like it if like a bunch of these names come to the head. But like, you want to know what? You want to know somebody I would really love to interview, bro? Two Cold Scorpio. Yeah, I no, I really want to interview Two Cold Scorpio, and I hope I can make that happen one day. I want to do one with uh uh what's the guy from Noah? I don't know, I'm botching his name. Right, go go Shiozake. I I wanted to interview him. I was I tried to set something up with him, but I think it kind of fell through because of the um Cyber Fight Festival and it was like a whole bunch of stuff going on. And he was busy. He was the fucking world champion, so like I you know he probably ain't had time to do it. But I I hope I can like set some type of written stuff up with him one day. That would be real cool. But yeah, there, there's a bunch of a, a bunch of people I would love to talk to, man. But um yeah, it's. So, so many different wrestlers that like haven't had their like stories told like in depth who i would love to like just sit down and like just dive into and all that and whether that's an in-person or over like a zoom call we just listed out some of my favorites like i, I would love i would love to hear an in-depth with amazing red he was like the reason i got into indie wrestling back in like the early 2000s he was like i found him through like limewire and kazaa like, video <laughs> and stuff like that um yeah man that 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 long ago which is so crazy um do you have any other like uh just like favorite wrestlers you want to throw out there just like for if somebody's like new to your work or, or like just getting to know you a little bit as a wrestling fan like who would you say are like some of your favorite wrestlers that like inspire you or really made you become like a real big wrestling fan for like for life like if i if i had to just think of like oh uh, so so like I, I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest like that that's sort of like inner fandom like i'm talking about like deep childhood fandom for me like goes back to like i would probably select the rock that's probably like one sure. of my favorite like because like that, that whatever like the rock it's like that childhood like core memory stuff for me so like i, I think that's why i always like hold the rock and like this like high regard but in, in terms of like just like work rate wrestlers like the, the first like outside of like wwe exposure that i had was tna and like aj styles is like that guy that like immediately like stood out to me like right off the break um and, and like I, I didn't I'm a, I didn't get into wrestling like outside of like that that TNA WWE bubble I'm gonna say to like 2016 probably like I didn't 
like watch that much of anything and then like around that time like that's when i started catching up on the new japans and the ring yeah. of honors and all this different stuff and, like i started going back and looking at all these different type of stuff and eventually caught up so like, it, took, it took me a hell of a long time but i eventually caught up and uh like pro probably one of my favorite matches that i like i like go back and like i'll try to watch every now and then it was from it, it, was, it was from 2018 it was hiroshi tanahashi and kota ibushi i think it was power struggle 2018 and, and bro i don't know why this match like sticks with me so much, but it's like one of my favorite matches like of all time. And it's it's that it's not even anything crazy. Like they don't even do anything crazy. It's just like the most simplistic storytelling that they do throughout this match. That like it hooks me. And like I I think I sort of the, the reason I think I think so highly about it is because maybe I probably brushed up a little bit about it. Like I'm talking about probably like in the months leading up to it, I sort of watched the, the this respective journeys like lead up to this bout or something like that and maybe that's why I, like i really don't remember but I, I know that's one of my favorites but yeah man it's, it's so much different wrestling you could, you could keep up with these days like I, i'm really enjoying like ac mac i'm really enjoying the stuff oh, he's yeah. doing right now I, I got the chance to interview ac he's a real cool dude man so shout out to him um i, I just that match he had uh with alex shelley at the southeast first show yeah and atlanta I, or uh bro, near atlanta yeah bro i could not believe the way that that crowd like just completely deny Alex Shelley of any ovation. Like they 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 treated this man like he was like the worst villain. But but that I think that was just because like AC Matt, like that was his like that action wrestling space. That's that that's that's him. Yeah. So that was a real cool thing to see. And one thing I do I like about the the IWTV is the uh the mass wrestling series. Mm -hmm. That's real cool. I I feel like that's so different. Like it is so like like it, it I feel like that's one of those concepts that could be around for such a long time. And I hope that like they'll be able to get some like not, not that they need like any like mainstream names in there, but it would be like cool to see like you know some some other like big names from like an AEW or whatever, or whatever you know saying get, get involved in. I think that'd be cool. But like, yeah, it's, it's so much different wrestling you could watch these days, man. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been cool to sort of catch up on everything over the last you know six seven years. Yeah, absolutely. Shout shout out to AC Mack ret retaining the IWTV Championship last night over um mm. over Atticus Kogar. So good uh yeah he's killing a friend of the show ac mac he's he's been all this before. Good, good, very very right very good he, guy. he won the title oh. i see him all the time around atlanta at shows like I'm, he's always like in the crowd just hanging out like battle slam and terminus and stuff that's cool. like he just yeah he's oh, cool. he, man baron black and uh russian promotion that's real cool it's, it's real cool to see what they doing man Russian, yeah, uh, yeah and baron black i said i saw baron got his uh he broke he broke that damn one Oh, yeah, he like finally Owen, won on AEW. Was that Owen 50? I think it was yeah. something like that. Yeah, like Jesus, 50 something. But Jesus. uh yeah, I'm hoping to be um I'm hoping to be at Battle Slam this Thursday. He, he's in wrestling a little scrappy. So tonight, uh, yes. tonight, Steven Jensen. It, what? It's tonight, oh, sorry, Battle tonight, tonight at the time of, of the time of when this airs. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be tonight. Good call. Good call. Um <laughs> Lil Scrappy making his because Lil Scrappy he, he wrestled, I think he wrestled before. I, think I don't he know. He, he he hit a pretty he, nice he, rock bottom on on Baron on the last show though. He he did. He, I think he did the um. Oh, what's that promotion in Atlanta? I think it's called Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Oh, okay. I, I think I, I think he did like a tag, but he 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 tagged with like Stevie J. <laughs> 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 at, at, at one of those shows. So yeah, I, I think this is like his second match. But yeah, a little scrappy man from from love and hip hop to the wrestling ring. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Jeremy, I know we always have a question that we ask to wrap the show up. If you want to go ahead and ask it, or if yeah, you have more, go ahead. But I don't want to forget to ask our. We have a very important question we ask everybody before the end of the show. Um, Andrew, what is the the coolest thing you have in your room? That's the money question. <laughs> Damn, 
Uh, the coolest thing I got in my room? I don't know, bro. That's a good-ass <laughs> question. Now you're making me think. See, this is, this but, is where we get everybody. They're, they're, they're not expecting it. They should watch the product, and then they'd expect it. Watch, and then watch. they could they, oh, prepare. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the coolest thing I probably got in my room, I would say, is this. Um, damn, that's a good-ass question. Where, where, like, where do y'all even come up with some shit like that? Like, who, like, who thinks? Like, we asked, who, was Jaden? Was it Jaden or Cole? <laughs> It was either Cole, Cole, uh, Cole Roderick or Jaden Newman we asked yeah, first. Yeah, I, I think it was Cole. Cole Roderick had some like basketball uh, <laughs> yes. artwork on his wall, and Jeremy was trying to get him to talk about it. I think was. I, think yeah, like, I, I saw it, before... and I was just like, "What is that piece of artwork?" And I was like, "Do you yeah. have any other cool stuff in your room?" And then the next person we had on, I was just like, "Hey, what's the coolest thing in your room?" And then so yeah. that's become our our closing question for all you, of our you, guests. You, you want to know what? You want to know what? I, I was going to say this. Um, I got this like this little fucking like everlast like boxing thing like i never used so like <laughs> god forbid if i had to get another fight these days i ain't gonna fight since i was like a teenager so god i ain't used that thing in years so lord i hope, I hope the lord looking over me but i i would say i would say probably the coolest thing right real quick hold on yeah you're good <laughs> i would say the coolest thing that i got in my room is this i, I bought this uh i bought this from this i don't know if you can see it. it's like this this painting yeah. Like, uh-huh. I, I, I got it from this dude off the street and he was like selling this like his uh his paintings on like the back of his truck or something like that and i remember like i don't, I don't know he it just seemed real cool and he was like a like an upstart artist and he was like just like he, he told me that he was trying to like find his his way like in the art field and stuff like that so i just went and then like paid for one and i was like i hope you get famous and then like he signed it for me so i was like if you get famous one day like remember i was like one of your like first 10 purchases but like that th- this is probably like the coolest things like i got this thing like on my wall and like i don't know it's just real cool i, I like seeing people in their little uh not a little i don't know why i said that but like people on their like come up story and like when they trying to you know find their way and stuff like that so yeah hopefully that dude become famous man brother wherever you are i hope you're killing it right now i hope you like in some like fucking art gallery in, like new york or some shit like that you just bodying it and like yeah when, when this thing like sell for millions <laughs> <laughs> remember who was right here but not nah, this this is probably like one of my coolest uh things in my room right now i say because it's like i don't know i, I, I don't know I, I just think that stuff is cool like seeing people on their grind and they're yeah. like you know i i i could i could i i don't know if he was just like a a smiley type of dude but like i could tell like it made him feel good to like hey you know somebody you know purchased my work you know what i'm saying and he signed it for me and stuff so i was like all right you know what that that made me feel good in the turn to see him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah. this probably my favorite thing in the in the room right here, my boring ass room. Thanks for calling hey, this, me out, y'all. Appreciate this it. This is a great story that we wouldn't get <laughs> yeah. if we if we didn't ask this question. Yeah, so, that's, that's a great yeah. story. That's yeah, you like you have great feelings and, and memories about doing that and getting that from this dude. It probably made his whole day that that you were so into it and you wanted him to sign it and everything. And it's like, it's like supporting an indie wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, even if you don't know that much about it, you're at a show. And it's like, you know, I've done that before where I've seen someone for the first time in like a bar or a high school gym or something. And I'm like, I'll buy a t-shirt. Like, why not? Like it's 20 bucks or whatever in their pocket. Like they're, they're selling merch. And if this person, I mean, and it's one of those things where I'm always just wearing people's stuff on, on the show. So every now and then a wrestler will hit me up and be like, some like obscure indie wrestler. No one really watches. I'll be wearing their shirt on like Fightful and they'll be like, Dude, thank you so much for wearing that. Like, <laughs> like, like, so, so, um, so yeah, I, I think I, 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 I get that same feeling you do, Andrew. When, when it's like 
supporting independent artists, people on their grind, people on their come up. And like, and like, maybe that guy will make it one day. And even if he doesn't, like, that's a good memory for both of you guys. You, you, you want to know it's funny, like when you said talking about like, uh, like surprising people and stuff like that on the stream, that kind of reminded me when, uh, when, when, it, when I had saw it on Twitter when Akira had found out that Mox was winning. I, I know that probably had to be one of the funniest things. I remember I saw that on Twitter. I know he was probably freaking the fuck out. Cause like, that, that, that's so like, and the funny thing is, is like, he, I remember I had heard an interview he did and he said like, he didn't, he, he wasn't aware of like Mox, like buying his stuff. Like he did not know that in the slightest. So like when he saw, when he got like the notifications and shit, he was just like, like okay. <laughs> John Moxley's wearing my hoodie live on TV. And that, that's definitely a John Moxley thing to do. Yes. I'm still waiting for him to carry that GCW championship on an AEW TV, but <laughs> hey, maybe one of these days. Uh, Andrew, before I let you plug everything, I'm going to put you over one more time. Tell us one last oh, story man. here. When when you unfortunately left Fightful because they had to split us up, otherwise we just <laughs> shut down all of wrestling news together. When you left, I'm pretty sure the last thing you put in the chat was push Jeremy Lambert. And that was your last message <laughs> to the chat. And for some reason, Sean Rossap listened. And he listened to the audience. And now I'm doing everything that I'm doing here at Fightful. And again, I owe you so much from everything you taught me from news, every, whether it was you know how to find stuff, how to write stuff, uh, work ethic, as I said, the biggest thing. But you having that endorsement from you as you were leaving, I, it meant a lot to me. That, that you would say that because you were leaving, you could have just like left and been like, all right, whatever. Good luck to you guys. Fuck off. I'm out of here. But you were, you were <laughs> always supportive. You're always supportive of me. And you, that was your last thing. It was like, just push Jeremy, let him do what he wants. He's great. And I really, really appreciate that. And again, that meant so much to me that that was basically your last message to Fightful was supporting me and everything that I was attempting to do with the site. Uh, so course, thank man. you. For, for that. No, 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 no question, man. You're my dog, man. Of course. You know, I'm going to look out for you. And, and I'm, I think we, 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 I think I saw you. I saw you at StarCast like three months It's after. been a, dude, it was StarCast uh, 2019. It was, it was full gear 2019 was the last time I saw Damn. you. Yeah. Yeah. Then the world shut down. And then, you know, bro, I, that, I, that was, that was like four months before that happened. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Like, what <laughs> you think, bro, hold on. Will you like think about that? Like, how crazy that is? Like, that was like four months after the world shut the four months before the world shut down that's yeah. fucking crazy how time like moved like that but yeah no nah, it, it was it was good seeing you man and uh yeah of course you know i'm always support you brody so yeah and, and steven for sure man it, it was it was definitely great meeting you too man and you do a lot of great podcasts and a lot of great work and i see your work ethic is fucking through the roof man so yeah much love to you as well i appreciate that and, and, I'm, and i'm glad that, that we finally got to do something together because like i said i i didn't even realize until you said that at the top of the show when you're like nice to meet you and i was like damn we have yeah yeah, that's weird. I can't believe this is we, the first bro, time we've done something together. But I, I think we've been following each other on Twitter for like three forever. years, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, forever. So, yeah, man, no, that, it, it was great to do this, man. We really appreciate it. Andrew, yeah, sure, let man. everyone know sure where, they, where they can where they can find you at. Yeah, uh, check me out on Twitter at uh, Thompson underscore. I see I got the beautiful, beautiful yeah. graphics here on the See the double there, underscore man. is highlighted the, there. You can man, see the little man, break there. Man, bro, way, way would not let me off the hook with this damn underscore underscore. <laughs> but I'm telling they, they give it to me every single time. I'm on any type of post podcast. The double underscore thing is like the running joke. But yeah, they can check out my interviews at uh, Andrew Thompson Interviews uh, YouTube channel. Like whenever I don't have an interview, I try to isolate clips up there. So yeah, go check that stuff out. And uh, check out my real work at postwrestling.com. And that's about it. 
Thank you, buddy. Again, the GOAT, Andrew Thompson. Thank you for your time today. Guys, we'll be right back.